8 o'clock. So. Okay. Uh, but the information is on uh, my Facebook page, my Stephen Knight 3200, and then also on my, on my website. So, But definitely if you're in the area, I think it's going to be a nice event. So, you know, Ms. Parker, if you want to ro- roll through, let me know. Let me know. We can make some things happen. But I said I will be uh, performing my new single, and, you know, I've been promoting it, you know, as you're supposed to, and I got my first review back on my single. And this a website called RehabMusic.com. They said, Stephen I debuts Rehab Music with an amazing song that knocked me off my feet. Never know. This is music. Get on it and have a touch of class. Well, that made me feel a little good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have somebody awesome. like, yeah, right, yeah. So, that's great. I'm, I'm excited about that. So, enough about that. Uh, shout out to my mom. Tomorrow's her birthday. She's turning 61. I hope she might tell her age, but turning 61. So, shout out to her. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Happy early birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, TK Adam, what's going on? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Hello. How's it going? What's going on, Miss Parker? Not much. Happy Monday. Glad it's over. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on the good review, boss. Proud of you. Thank you. I'm Keep putting out that good art. Yeah, it's always good. I'm I'm excited about this song. I'm excited about this song. When can, can we hear it yet or no? Well, actually, no. You're gonna you're gonna hear it on our show next Monday, and then Tuesday it goes on sale. But uh, so the cast yeah, the I'm, cast doesn't get the preview. The cast. No, you know, someone inboxed me on Facebook asking, uh, can a fan get an advanced copy? <laughs> I said, yeah, on Tuesday. <laughs> on Tuesday, get an advanced copy. No. no, it's always good when people are enthusiastic about your, you know, your mm-hmm. work. I don't enthusiastic about it, you know. But, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. And Ms. Parker, you Absolutely. heard it a while ago, but it was it was uh, in its pre-mixed days, so you probably remember okay. when you heard it. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I'm looking uh, forward Phoenix, to checking it out. Okay. Phoenix produced that, right? Phoenix produced the song. What happened was I recorded this song back in 2011. And then earlier this year, me and Redrice, who is a talented uh, artist and producer, he and I started going through some of the stuff. And he said, when did you record this song? I said, two years ago. He said, you can do better, <laughs> which I agree. So we went back and we knocked it out. He added some uh, some backgrounds. Why don't we do some backgrounds? And it just... I mean, it just turned out really well, really well. And I had to go write a bridge for it because when Phoenix and I first recorded it, we didn't have a bridge. We were going to write to it, but, you know, if everything happened, and it never, ha- it didn't happen. So I, I recorded the song, and then I came home that night, wrote the bridge, and went back the next day and, and knocked it out. And it turned out really well, really well. So I'm excited about it. Awesome. I'm excited about it. So what's going on in the world of movies? Well, I saw um... – an independent film, a uh, comedy called Ass Backwards, and <laughs> it was just that, Ass Backwards. It was pretty much <laughs> um, basically a female dumb and dumber, pretty much. Um, stars uh, June, Diane, Raphael, and Casey Wilson, and they also wrote it. Uh, they're obviously friends, and you can tell it transcends all throughout the movie. Um, like I said, it's it's basically a female dumb and dumber and they really, really push the envelope in some of the subject matter that they bring up in this movie. 
the premise is that there are two loser chicks that were in pageants as children, and they never really got out of that mindset of being kids in the pageant. And the pageant was having a reunion, and they were determined because they lost. So they were determined to go back and win it. And just the journey to go to their hometown, which is Neptune, New Jersey, out of Manhattan, them four days to get there. Very interesting. Um, wow. I came across this film simply because of Twitter. Um, one of the stars tweeted me. Actually, I tweeted her and wished her a happy birthday, and she tweeted me to let me know that she had a film coming out, and it was independent, and I guess she read up that, you know, I review movies for the Stephen Knight Show and invited me to check out the movie. So I did, and it was hilarious, so I'll give it a thumbs up. Thank you, Casey Wilson, for inviting me, and uh, I enjoyed your film. Thanks. Well, I saw Ender's Game, uh, the big sci-fi movie starring Harrison Ford and a few other people. And for anyone who doesn't know, Ender's Game is a book from from the sci-fi writer, and it's about a future where the military is kind of training all these young students to prepare for this giant war that they're going to have against this alien race that they've had two previous conflicts before with. So, of course, the main character's last name, or his name is Ender, and it kind of follows his story um, and kind of pushes you through, you know, his kind of growing up and going through this training school uh, and getting ready for the battle. Um, I read the book a few months ago uh, for the first time, and so for people who are fans of the book, it is a letdown to let, you know, there's a lot of stuff that couldn't fit into two hours, uh, but... If you you know if you don't know the book and you just want to see a good sci-fi story, it was fine. Um, watching it definitely made me realize that certain books should be made into miniseries instead of movies, just because I feel like you can't get a full story without telling everything that needs to be done. So uh, looking at it, you know, it's fine for what it was, and it'll make a quick Hollywood buck. But I don't think um, you know. They've been trying to make this movie for a long time now, and I think they still missed out on a lot of the themes that was important during the book when they released this movie. Hmm. So a lot of people, they always say the book is better than the movie. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, and in this case it is. You know, it's just one of those books, there's a lot of subtle references, there's a lot of you know, him going through growing up. In the book, he's only he starts off at six years old. So in the movie, they definitely made him older, and it's just because, I guess, the problem with child actors or young actors that they needed someone that was a little bit older that could handle the role. But, you know, starting him off at six years old, and you follow him through the story, and, you know, even the military um, has their students read the book because there's a lot of military themes. There's a lot of different themes about psychology and things like that that are present in the book that they just didn't have time for in the movie that they kind of had to speed up through. So that being said, if you want to kind of watch just an action movie or a sci-fi movie, then this is fine. But if you get a chance to check out the book, it's definitely great. So what, what, so your overall theme for the movie is what? My overall theme? Yeah, what, what did you think about it? I thought, okay, well, and it, it's very hard because this is the, one of the first few times. I don't read books often, 
so this is one of the first few times that I've actually read the book before the movie. Uh, it, it was a letdown at first. I was disappointed after I came out of the theater because they skipped over a lot of things. But then thinking about it, you know, for a couple of days, I realized it's just what they had to do, even though it, it disappointed me a lot. I think they made the best of what they could. Um, if, you're looking, if you're into sci-fi movies, check it out. You know, Harrison Ford does a fine job. But it's not something, you know, if you've seen the book, then you don't really have to see the movie. Um, even the visuals, you don't really miss out of because there's a few things where you imagine differently in the book. And then when you see them portray it, it just is a little bit off from what you wanted it to be. Gotcha. So, okay. But, it, you know, it was number one in the box office, so obviously a lot of people liked it. Uh, Somebody liked so, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, enough people liked it, and I think... Um, you know, it'll stay, it'll be this week in the box office, but since Thor is coming out next week, it'll probably knock off the top spot. What's coming out? Uh, for uh, me, uh, Thor, I think. Yeah, I was going to say next, next week is all about Thor. That's it's probably one of the most anticipated movies of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it looks like they'll do a good job with it. Um 12 Years a Slave, I think it's finally getting a wider release this past weekend because it was a limited release through most of October. Mm-hmm. That's another one I really want to catch up on, and now that the Atlanta theaters are getting it, even though it's not as many Atlanta theaters as I'd like, I'll be able to find it somewhere. That one looked really good. And then yeah. at the end of the month, I, I, we have Hunger I'm, Games. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that because I, I reviewed that. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about that after you see it. Okay. Well, looking at the description, it looks great, and I love the main actor, uh, and I love uh, Michael Fassbender, who was, mm-hmm. you know, he played uh, Magneto in the uh, first class movie. So, yeah, yeah, it looks great, um, and I'm glad that we kind of got it coming out here and more theaters so I can get a chance to catch up on it. Cool. All right. All right, well, guys, as always, we thank you for your insight so we know what to go what to see and what not to see in the movies and y'all have a great week we'll talk next week okay all right thanks a lot absolutely all right have a good one mr aaron what's going on man nothing much um just have to make a comment i actually saw 12 years a slave here um saturday it's all over the um dc baltimore area it's at it's at all the um here so um it's an excellent movie um, I would just say this, um, look out for the, um, young actress, what's her name? She's the, um, gosh, I forgot the girl's name. Anyway, she's, she's opposite of the, um, of the, um, gentleman that, that plays the, um, kidnapped main character. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's an, she's actually a slave also. She's very, very pretty, small little, short little fro. Anyway, she like steals steals the show, and there is a scene dealing with with soap. I'm not going to say much about it. I'll just t- tell you guys, T.K. Adam, everybody, Stephen, Miss Parker, the scene that involves the soap is crazy. It's like Oscar worthy. She kills it. It's awesome. So anyway, okay. with that being said, yeah. So check it out whenever you get get a chance. Also, I saw um Bad Grant Grandpa. I saw that Friday, and that oh, was, how was that? I don't know. Funny, funny, funny. It, from it looks funny for the previews. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's funny, funny, crazy, good. 
Oh yeah. So please check check that out too if you get a chance. All right. Okay. Got got my little movie 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 review out the way. Sorry, Chica and Adam. All right. Sports. Um, I'm sure that you all have heard about this crazy stuff going on with the Dolphins down in Miami with the um with the with the bullying. Maybe y'all haven't heard of it. You haven't heard anything about What's it. What's going on with it? Tell us about it. Oh yeah. Oh, well, pretty much. Um, a player by the name of Jonathan Martin. He mm-hmm. he um was getting bullied and hazed by a player by the name of um what's this man's name? Richie Incognito. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and um, Richie had sent him text messages and voicemails and in and in one of the voicemails had had called him a half ninja, if you know what I'm saying, and um told him that he would defecate in his mouth and that he would kill him and he would slap his mom and kill his mom and I mean just a lot of harassing, threatening comments and Jonathan couldn't couldn't take it anymore so he walked off the team last week and um Richie's Richie um incognito actually has a um past of doing this. This this isn't new. He was actually playing with the um St. Louis Rams a couple of years ago and he's had issues and um he actually had um issues there. And he's no longer with that team. He's with the um Dolphins, like I said, but he as of this afternoon he was um suspended by 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 the Dolphins, but more than likely he'll probably end up getting um, cut or let wow. go. Yeah. So um, yeah, these um, people are not, you know, taking this lightly anymore. This this whole culture of bullying and and teasing oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah, you know, this has got to stop, man. This is at a workplace. Just think about it. If you were at at your job and you were teasing and and making fun of um, one of one 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 of your coworkers, you would have gotten in trouble. Absolutely. So I, I don't know. Exactly. So I think that it should go both. You know, it it should go at any job, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, what have you. If it is your profession, you should not have to feel uh, feel like you're being abused, harassed, threatened, or 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 anything. Period. Point blank. Now, there's been, you know, there's been people that have said, "Okay, get tough skin. This is, you know, football. It's, you know, it is what it is. Man up, take it." You know, I'm so I personally don't feel that way. I'm like, "Okay, these are adults. These are grown-ups. Why do I have to take someone calling me out of my name and calling me a racial slur at that, and that's supposed to be something that I'm supposed to just deal with. Nah, I'm sorry, nah, not exactly. I'm going to deal with that. Oh, yeah. So, um, oh, the NBA is back. I'm so happy. I'm so happy, 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 <laughs> happy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Derrick Rose, he's back. He's mm, he's not a hundred percent yet, but 
he's still looking pretty good. So um, I have the um, Bulls going very, very far in the playoffs this this year. Would they make it to the finals? I doubt it, but I have them, you know, doing pretty good things. I actually actually have them being in the um, Eastern Conference Finals, which means that they'll probably end up beating Miss Parker's Nets or the Miami Heat, and more more, <laughs> more than likely, more than likely they'll beat the Nets. Sorry, Miss Parker. So, yeah, we'll keep up. And let's see what else is going on. It, the Falcons lost again. Hello. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> not looking good. Crazy man. Yeah, they're not looking good. I th- it's a wrap. I mean, you can put a fork in them. They're um, pretty much done. Uh, Panthers are looking good. I mean, who'd have thought? Finally, Cam Newton's team is is playing great football. They could actually still win the NFC South. They could actually win that division. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Congratulations to them. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are still undefeated. Kudos. Congrats. Um, the Jets, they beat – what did they beat? Gosh, it was a – it was a – they beat – oh, my gosh. I just had to tip my tongue. Hold on, y'all, for one second. Cause you it watched was, the game? It, it was <laughs> – I didn't watch that. No, I actually didn't. No. Okay. Um, while I while I'm looking for that, oh yeah, they um beat the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Okay. They beat the Saints, and the Washington Redskins won. Yes, in overtime, but they won. The Washington Redskins. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, this is we we will take it any way that we can. We will take the victory. Absolutely. And Absolutely. yeah, and that's pretty much it in sport. Oh, Steven. With this new song, man, you're gonna to have to have a um, video, right? You know, I have put, um, I shot one video. Single? for uh, Yeah, so we're working on that, out, working all that out, you know. But uh, okay. definitely, definitely, uh, reason, well, you know. Well, the reason why I mentioned it because you know maybe you should have some of your crew, you know, in in your video. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 Trying to get a job, another job. See, you're right, you're right, you're right, man. You know what I'm saying? You know you can have the uh, the uh, the uh, Stephen Knight Show crew. You just put me on, huh? Yeah, well, you, you should put them. You can be extras. It's about a uh, relationship at a crossroads. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, oh, So, so this ain't no like club popping song. This ain't no. no it's not club. Uh, uh, okay, no. Okay, no. Okay, no. But but I got you on that one. I got you on that one. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yo, follow me, Facebook, please. Aaron Cosby, Twitter, Aaron Cosby, Instagram, Aaron Cosby. I like hearing y'all's um, comments and stuff on all things sports. So hit a brother up. All right, Aaron. As always, thank all right. you. Go week. Janera, it's all yours, baby girl. Miss Ferguson. I'm here. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? Miss Ferguson, Miss Ferguson. Everything's all good on my end. Have you been? I've been okay. I can't complain. I guess I'm all doing good anyway, so Yeah, we've missed you anyways. <laughs> yeah. As always. Yes. You guys too, so I'm happy to be back. Oh, well, I know you got some great stuff for us. 
I do. I'm so excited because I have something for everyone. So um, oh. I know how it's always fussing me season, so I have something for everybody now. Great, great, um, great, great. Start off, um, okay. Um, well, I'm going to start off with Wilson's Leather. Um, they're having a friends and family event. And, of course, you know, Wilson's Leather, this is the perfect time because the temperatures are dropping to get, uh, you know, your outerwear. So they're having a sale right now. And if you shop now, you can, um, of course, today is the last day because you always know I come across those. But if you shop right now, you can save an extra 30% off of your entire purchase um, of Wilson's Leather. So, you know, it's already discounted at Wilson's Leather, but now they're taking it down an additional 30%. So I would definitely try to take that out if you guys are looking for you know, some type of um, outerwear, and that's for men and women. Uh, today is the last day to shop at Piperline. Um, they're having a girl on a budget sale, and you can shop uh, You can shop and save 25% off on your purchase of $100 or less. So you have to use code 25 off at checkout. But I want to tell you that even though the sale is called girl on the, a girl on a budget sale, it's for everything. Um, you just need to use code 25 off at the checkout. So don't be fooled by the girl on a budget because, like I said, it's for men's, men's clothes, women's clothes, men's and women's accessories, uh, shoes, everything, everything on the site. And now this next one is just for the ladies. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that the limited uh, just took markdowns on all the clearance items. Um, and now you can save up to 65% off of your uh, off of clearance items. And they also have top starting out at just $6.99. Um, ASOS.com, which is like one of my favorite online stores, um, because, you know, a lot of this is a European store, and a lot of things that they have, is just, it's just so different. Um, where they're having a 50 off 50 sale. And if you shop now through Wednesday, you can get 50% off of their highlighted 50 items, and this is for men and women. And the thing about ASOS.com is that you can just get on that site and just get lost. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed because they have thousands and thousands and thousands of things to choose from. Um, I, remember, I can remember going and uh, doing a search or something, and they told me I had like 18,000 choices. So it's really easy to get overwhelmed. But, um, you know, it's, but the, the, choice, the selection is really, really good. So um, you just have to know how to shop ASOS.com. But like I said, they're having a 50 off 50 sale. Um, Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic is having another one of their sales. You know, Gap, you know, of course, like I always tell you, Old Navy, Gap, and Banana Republic, along with Pipeline, of course, they're all affiliates. So usually when they have a sale, one sale coincides with the other. Um, well, if you shop at Old Navy, you can get 30% off of your purchase. Um, if you shop at Gap, you can get 35% off of your purchase. And if you shop at Banana Republic, you, you can get uh, 40% off of your purchase. Now, I want to let it be known that this is an online-only sale. Um, so when you're shopping, you need to use code HOL2013 at checkout. And the sale ends tomorrow, so you need to hurry and shop. Um, shop on. I'm sorry? You can shop on. That's right. And you know that's what I'm all about. I know you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Express is having a sale, and um, you can get 30% off of all jeans. Um, you can buy one, get one for $29.90 off of sweaters, and you can buy one, get one for $14.90 off of tops. Um, just two more to go through. Uh, J. Crew is having a sale, and um, you can get 30% off of all of their sale fall items, 
And if you're shopping on, online, you have to use code LOVEFALL. Um, and, of course, you know, they crew has stuff for guys and ladies. Um, and last but not least, Shoes.com, which is one of my favorite online shoe stores. They're having a sale, and now you can get up to 60% off of your purchase, um, plus an additional 25% off of already reduced, reduced boots and shoes with code 25SALE. All so right, and they can, find all, they can find all that at BudgetShopaholic.com, correct? They surely can. All right, and you can also go on our Facebook page, The Stephen Knight Show, uh, for a link uh, to Janera's Gems. So thank you, Janera. You have a great week, okay? Thank you. Okay, I'll see you guys later. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Come back with some Touchy Boy. Right back after this. The holidays are right around the corner, and you can share the magic this holiday season with YourTrueSanta.com. YourTrueSanta.com offers everything from stationery, envelopes, and even letters from Santa for the kids. Your child will be amazed to receive one of these letters from Santa on our beautiful stationery. Each letter will include your child's name and a personalized message from the big guy himself. For details, visit YourTrueSanta.com today. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Dewan, a.k.a. Kentucky Boy, possesses the talent and musical passion to turn heads in the entertainment and music industry with his charismatic radio voice and his street credibility. In 2005, Kentucky Boy started touring and opened up for a famous group out of Kentucky, Nappy Roots. As he went from city to city, the fans grew to love him because they could relate to a struggle that he talked about in his lyrics. Now he feels it's his turn to shine and represent Kentucky in his way. So be on the lookout for Mr. Actor Donkey himself, up-and-coming artist. Please help me welcome Kentucky Boy. Welcome to the show. What it do, what it do. <laughs> you know, we, we had you on uh, well, a couple weeks ago. We had some technical difficulties, so I'm certainly glad to have you uh, with us uh, this week. So thank you for, uh, for, you know, us working all that out. Ah oh, man, much love, man. I'm glad we got that taken care of, though. But I'm here now, baby. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got to give a shout-out to Ty Warren, who will be on later on, because he's the one that, you know, put us in touch with each other. So shout-out to Ty for that. Man, much so, love to Todd, man. Much love to Todd, for sure. Absolutely. So people who, you know, must be living on the rock and never heard of you, tell, tell them about your background and, and how you got to where you are now. Ah uh, man, you know my background comes from um, just 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 meeting the group out of Kentucky, man, with this with this Nappy Roots. I met them back in uh, about 2005, man, and um, I went to Big V. I just went to his door and knocked on his door one day, man, and he come out and he was like, you know, who are you? And I was like, man, you know, one of your people brought me to your crib, so I told his people to get out the car, man. And um, she was with us, plus, you know, like I said, my wife was there, too, and she's kin to V, too. And um, okay. she had always told V about me and said, you know, hey, man, I want you to meet this guy, Kentucky boy. He's from Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and he's a real guy. You know, she was like, I know you messing with a lot of people with this rap stuff, but I'm promising you, V, if you give him a chance, they ain't messing with this guy. So, like I said, wow. he came outside. And uh, me and my little brother was there. He got the first verse on Akadonki. Uh, you know, God rest his soul, R.P. King Ree, baby. He died in 05 in a car wreck. As uh, soon as after we made the song, it started getting a little magic to going. 
Um, So like I said, I was there. He came outside. He said, look, I got a beat. It's this simple. I'm going to give you this beat. You come back with a song. If it's right, then you ain't got to look back no more. So I said, for real? He was like, yeah, I took the beat. Me and my little brother went home. We came up with the song, Akadonka in the club. We went back to V. He heard the song. He was like, man, let's get it on. Y'all finna make me go to another level, you know what I'm saying, that I don't even rap on. So people that know Nappy Roots and knows V, when you hear the verse that he got on Akadonka, and then you hear, all my life I've been told, you know, and when you hear that, right. and then when you hear this song right here in the verse that he put down on this, you know I made them go to another level uh, when we came back with this song, man. So from there, like I said, it's just been on. From there, I've been on a 100-city tour with Nappy Roots. Uh, then my guys, I got my name out there. We was everywhere, New York, Philly, Boston, Texas, you know, you name it, we was there, man. And I've been messing with these guys now ever since 05, you know, and it's been nothing but love, man. Uh, Shout out to my people, uh, Nappy Roots, man. Little Scrappy, what up, baby? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, let me ask you, when, when you and your brother wrote Act Dunkey, how did you know that was going to be the song, the song to uh, submit to? Man, just to tell you God honest truth, we, we didn't know that was the song right then. You know, we didn't know that was the song. How we knew that was the song, they had a rap battle in Clarksville, Tennessee. You know, it was whoever could come up with the best song. Uh, and the rap battle, if I'm not mistaken, supposed to last about eight or nine weeks. Me and my brother, we went down there and shut the whole rap battle down in two weeks with the song Akadonk in the club. So from there, we shut it down, and we felt like, you know, everybody was taken to us, and we knew from there that's when, you know, we found out it was the song, man, to go with because everybody was loving it. They put us in the front page of the newspaper called the Leaf Chronicle down in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff went on. Then I started messing with Lil Boosie. Uh, then I started messing with Yo God and me and my little brother. And we was, we was buzzing, man, and we was, like I said, we was hot. We was real hot, man. Wow. So let me ask you a question. What is, what is acting a donkey in the club? For those that don't know, what does that mean? Adding a donkey in the club is mean you there and you having a good time. You know, most people, they crunk. It's that crunk. You know what I'm saying? It's just about being crunk, man. You know, you see me in the club. I'm in there, you know, real talk. I'm throwing my set up. I'm in there and I'm jumping around, you know, like most people do when they in the club. They get crunk, like Lil John, you know, uh, Walker Flocker. Just, they in there, just, and it ain't just them. It's, it's people in general, man. Right, uh, when right, you're in yeah. the club, you know you got your people in there that's wilding out. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's acting a donkey in the club, man. Okay, okay. So how does it feel once, you know, you get on this tour with them and you're touring from Kansas City or feeling you as an artist? How does that feel for you? Oh, man, it just it felt love, man. It's just it's a feeling that a person really just can't explain, man. Just to be straight up, it's just a love feeling, you know, and, and just to get out here and these people ain't never heard of me, bro. That's what killed right. me. They ain't never heard of me, but they was they was taking to my song and trying to sing my song like they done heard it before. And I was like, I know these people ain't never heard this song in New York. I know these people ain't never heard this song in Boston. I know these people ain't never heard this song in Texas. So, and it was just like they knew it, but I don't, I don't know how they knew it. You know, I had it up on the Internet, you know what I'm saying, but I, I didn't have it where you could download it or nothing. 
So I don't know how they knew it, but it's just the way they was taken to me. And then the feeling it gave me, man, like these people don't even really know me, man, and they showing me all this love. Like you can really nappy them if you ever see them. It was times that we was out on the road, man, and the fans would come up and be like, man, we loved your show better than we loved Nappy's show tonight. Wow. Wow. Like real talk, and they was the headliner, man, and it's just, and they real. They'll tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, I was like, man, this is just kind of, it was just kind of like it was too much for me to bear sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just being out yeah. here signing these autographs, man, and I'm signing Kentucky Boy on these people. You know what I'm saying? So just being out here, being able to do that, man, and, and going city to city, man, and having fun and just being able to do what I really want to do. You know, all my life I've been a street boy, man. You know what I'm saying? All my life I've been a street boy, been into these streets, you know, deep into where, you know, I just felt like when I got out of prison in 2001, I just wanted to change my life because I knew if I didn't change it, then I probably wouldn't even be here to talk to you right now, man. And like I said, I got out in 2001, came to Franklin, Kentucky. It's about 15 miles from Bowling Green. And, 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 and met my wife, you know what I'm saying, Dana Baker, and, and it just changed me, man. You know, I got a good, wow. beautiful family here, man, down here in Franklin, and, and, and we live in pretty decent, man. You know, like I said, just trying to bring this other foot into the game. I got one foot in, and, and I'm trying to bring the other foot in. You know, like when you right. in the middle of a door, and you half of your body in and half of the You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm just trying to bring it all in. So what's what's the next step for you? What what are you what are you doing to bring that other foot in? All right now, man. You know, like I said, I ain't never had a video uh, to all the viewers. This is my first video I ever had. You know, so I feel like I'm taking a step right now with um, getting this video shot. I ain't never had a video. Never felt like I needed one because you know I was out here on tour and doing everything and getting paid for these shows without a video. You know, but one of right, my people right. came to me and was like, look, man, I'm trying to set up this tour right now with uh, Lil Scrappy, Doughboy's Cash, and Young Jeezy. And he was like, man, I want to put you on here, but I want you to have a video, and I want you to have some views right. up under you. So that's yeah. what, you know, I went on and shot the video. The video's out now, and I've been trying to go on and get these views and just been promoting it a lot to try to get these views to do what I got to do, man, to try to, you know, go to this next level, you know what I'm saying, and get my presence up on, on, on you know, I'm saying, on the Internet and things. Because a lot of labels don't even want you no more if your presence ain't right on the Internet, you know, the, exactly. the media site. So, yeah, yeah. like I said, I'm just doing that right now, trying to get my presence and everything up on these media sites right now. And also, uh, we got Kimberly Locke, which was on American Idol. She's shopping right now. Uh, the reality TV show with me and Big V, uh, Nappy Roots from Platinum to the Projects. So uh, we, my people, are having a good meetings on that right now. And I'm messing with Eddie LeVert Jr. right now uh, too. They got two reality TV shows I'm gonna be on. So I'm thinking, you know, the door is opened up for me, man, more than than it used to be. And like right. I said, I'm just I'm just here to receive it, man. I'm trying to take these steps and make you know make the right moves to um, get all the way in the door, to get myself all the way in right now. Well, I'm definitely sure you're going to get there. Tell us, you know, for being on the road for such a long time, what was was it different than what you thought it would be? What, what was the experience like? 
the experience was, you know, it was a great experience, but at the same time, man, uh, it was kind of rough, uh, you know, just to be straight up. Like, most people, they see the glamour life of being an right. artist. They see you on TV. Uh-huh. They see the chain. They they feel like you're getting the money. When in all the time, it's, it might not be like that. One thing my boy Skinny DeVille told me is this, and I always tell everybody this. Look like you got a million bucks even if you don't. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to make yourself all about your presence out here when you're out here on this mm-hmm. road and doing these things. So, like I said, what was the the hardest thing was, like I said, missing my family because I was out here for months upon months, man. And uh, right, yeah. like I said, seeing everything behind the scene, this was my first time seeing everything behind the scene, then, you know what I'm saying, then being in front. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was yeah. behind the scenes seeing everything, being able to – uh, uh, happened to drive every every city we hit. Nappy them had to drive every city we hit. Going to different places and really kind of just being beat in a few of these clubs and stuff like that. So it was just it was just about just seeing the real grind of trying to get to where you trying to be. You see right, what I'm yeah. saying? That was the main thing, and and just trying to get to where you trying to be, man. And it, and the hustle about the game. You know, because right. when I first got with them and came with the song, it was just about, I've been around them, you know what I'm saying, for a minute. So they was like, hey, I'm going to bring you out on, on tour, man, just add you to the bill and just, you know, get your money. And like I said, it was right. cool, but then I started seeing the griminess of the business mm. along with being out there on tour. But we had to take the sweeter with the bad, man, and just keep on pushing, man. And and that's when I seen, you know, it was a totally different different grind than what, I thought it was just seeing the glamour right. life of it and every, what wow. everybody else is seeing. If they ever try to get into the game, they'll see how they got to work so hard behind the scene to try to make any of this stuff happen, man, and, and a lot of stuff that people got to take behind the scene to try to make it to where you're trying to go. Wow, wow. Well, like you real talk. Like it, yeah, I can imagine. Like, people don't they, they – don't, know the hard work it really takes you to see you on stage performing and traveling. They don't know, you know, the sacrifice and the, the Oh, for real. sure. They, they definitely don't know that, that it takes a lot to even deal with a lot of this stuff that goes on behind the scene, man. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Because a lot of people make you want to do something to them, and then if I know if I do that, I'll be back in the same place that I was in the get-go. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just, you know, it's, it's just hard, you know, and you got to have a great mindset, you know, to be able to take some of these promoters and, and, and people's stuff, man. You know, yeah. but like I said, I'm built up for it. You know, I'm ready for the game, uh, and, and that's just what it is. Well, I'm sure you're going to be very successful. Tell people where they can follow you. I know you're on Twitter. Where, where can people follow you? Oh, man, I'm on Twitter, man, Kentucky Mud Boy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, Kentucky Mud Boy on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, my real name, Dewan Hobson. For the viewers out there, Dewan is D-A-W-A-N, Hobson, H-O-P-S-O-N. You can hit me up, man, on Facebook. Send me a friend request, all y'all viewers out there, because I definitely accept them. And I hit everybody back myself. I ain't got nobody working my stuff like most of these artists do. I'm working my own stuff, baby. If you hit me, then I'll hit you back. That's me. And I definitely hit my fans back. 
You can also I check the that. video out too uh, at YouTube. Go to YouTube and put just K Y Boy, K Y B O Y Boy, and then the video will pop up, man. You know, I need all these views. I need the views to get me out here with Young Jeezy, man. So I appreciate it if y'all will go and, and view the video. It's a nice video and everything to view. You can also hit me up on Reverb Nation and search Kentucky Boy all the way out. K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y-B-O-Y, Kentucky Boy. You can hear some more of my music and everything, man. You know, I'm out here. I'm out here. Right. And I'm going to definitely be coming to a city near y'all real soon on this Jeezy tour. Absolutely. And, look, we definitely look forward to hearing what you're going to bring, you know, in the future, and we wish you nothing but success. So thank you again for joining us tonight. You have a great night, okay? Much love to all the viewers, man. Peace. All right. And for more information about Kentucky Boy, you can also go to his website, KentuckyBoy.co. We'll be right back after this. The holidays are right around the corner, and you can share the magic this holiday season with YourTrueSanta.com. YourTrueSanta.com offers everything from stationery, envelopes, and even letters from Santa for the kids. Your child will be amazed to receive one of these letters from Santa on our beautiful stationery. Each letter will include your child's name and a personalized message from the big guy himself. For details, visit YourTrueSanta.com today. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Uh, Karen Waller-Martin is the host of Celebrities in the Basement out of Philadelphia. She's currently switching gears by starring in two new plays, one entitled A Child of God and the other Laying Down Monster. She's joined by author Ben L. Thomas, screenplay writer Floyd Marshall. Please help me welcome Karen Martin. Karen Martin, uh, Karen Waller Martin, Brenda Thomas, and Marshall. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is Brenda Thomas. I'm doing great, doing great. Oh, great, great, great. Well, I'm glad you're on. Uh, Brenda, are you on as well? This is Brenda. Okay, Brenda. And Karen, are you there? And Karen, are you there? Karen is here, yes. Okay, great, great, great. So thank you both for being on the show. I guess uh, the other gentleman couldn't join us, but no worries. I'll definitely oh. talk to the ladies. <laughs> Karen, let me start with you. Tell us about you, you host the show called uh, Celebrities in the Basement. Tell us about that. Yes, actually it is, I guess, a show similar to what you're doing, but it airs on uh, television, not on the radio, not on blog talk. Radio and okay. we, okay. my husband and I actually are executive producers, which we started five years ago, in our wow. actual basement, in the in the basement of our home, and so oh, wow. we uh, started interviewing. Uh, my husband's a musician. I'm an actress by trade, and mm-hmm. um, so we we reached out to our, our friends first. First of all, you know, uh, some of my husband's John's musician friends and some of my acting friends, and we just built the clientele that way. And five years later, we're still on air in Philadelphia and in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Wow, wow. So are you, does it surprise you how, how it's grown from something that was in your basement now? You know, you have so many people tuning in and seeing what's going on? 
it doesn't surprise me. It's 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 a blessing actually. It's it's yeah, a gift exactly. from God. I, I just want to say it's a blessing. Um, because initially when we started, we were reaching out to different people, and they're like, oh, okay, well, all right, we'll do the show, you know, but they were a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. Now right. people are calling us exactly. and they're trying to, you know, get us booked, yes, get booked on our show, and um, we're actually booked up actually for the rest of the year. So we're going into 2014 as, as far as uh, booking talent. Wow. And, wow. you know, and initially it was a time where, okay, who are we going to book next? Who are we going to book next? You know, so it is truly right, a blessing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, Brenda, tell us a little about your backstory. Oh, my backstory, I am a best-selling author, essence best-selling author of several novels, which are okay. Threesome, Foreplay, The Velvet Rope, and Every Woman's Got a Secret. Mm-hmm. And wow. after writing those four novels, and I also participated in a couple of uh, anthologies, I decided to write my long-awaited memoir, which was Laying Down My Burdens. Laying Down My Burdens okay. was released in 2007, and it's my personal story of how I overcame being a victim of domestic violence and drug addiction. Mm. And okay. I had always wanted it to be a book, and I would always wanted it to be a movie. And the, the sad thing was that my ex-husband, who I was married to for 15 years, who was the perpetrator of my abuse, would not allow me to write. So after we broke up and I left him and was divorced, I started writing my novels, and then I decided to publish my memoir. And because of Karen Waller-Martin and Floyd Marshall, it's now coming to the big screen. So tell us what was it it that, that, that allowed you to finally break from that relationship and and get clean? Well, I think part of it was my family praying for me because sometimes I didn't even pray for myself. So it was them praying me through, but I realized at some point that I no longer wanted to live like that. Even after I got clean from the drugs, I remained with my husband. And until like two years after I was clean, then I decided, like, what am I doing with this man? But I still saved. And then one day when he had me cornered in the kitchen and he left out the house, my son was hiding his head under his book bag. And I knew then I couldn't put my younger son through what my older daughter had been through. So I left, but it took me at least six years after that to finally disconnect myself from him emotionally, physically, and all that. So it wasn't like I walked out the door and it was over. Right. It took six years. It It took a while. I mean, that's something that was, I mean, I was bonded to that lifestyle. Yeah. That's all I knew. Yeah. Yeah. So was writing the book, start off as a book, was that cathartic for you? <laughs> well, writing it initially was not. It was it was hell because okay. I had all to relive that. all that. And then when exactly. I first wrote it and I gave it to the woman who edited it for me, she said, Okay, Brenda, you know it's a good story, but I need to I need you to put some more emotion in there. I need you to tell me what you thought your parents were feeling. And, boy, when I went back to do that, I was thinking that man was still after me and he was nowhere around, mm-hmm. thinking I was still snorting coke, grinding my right. teeth, like I thought I was this horrible person. So the forgiveness of myself, because I have forgiven my husband because I couldn't hold on to that hate because then I wouldn't have grown. Exactly. So, exactly. But I hadn't forgiven myself. So when I started to tour 
the country speaking about domestic violence and about my life in the book, that's when the healing began because that's when I really started talking to other women and they started sharing their stories and I realized that I could let that go, like I was not a bad person. But it, it takes exactly. time. It's not an easy thing. Yeah, yeah. So being able to write, I know you said that your husband wouldn't allow you to write uh, during the marriage, you know, now being this bestseller, <laughs> how does that feel for you? Oh, man, it, it feels awesome. And right now I'm really feeling so kind of crazy and anxiety because we're screening the trailer on this Saturday coming up the 9th. So I'm going okay. through a range of emotions. <laughs> yeah, it's like imagine. one thing when people when people read it and they can't even believe that I was that person, um, mm-hmm. it's going to be something else when people see it on the screen. And when I see it again, the people reenacting and portraying my life. So, wow. you know, you try to look at it, as, you try, I try to look at it as a movie and as separate from me, but you can't step out of it. And for, I think it's hardest on my daughter who's 36. She has not right, watched yeah. the whole teaser. She has not even watched the whole teaser yet, and that's only like 35 seconds. Wow. Wow, yeah, yeah. And Karen, who, who are you playing in, in, the, in the movie? I I am directing Laying Down My Burdens. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm directing it initially. um, Well, Brenda and I go back to her very first novel when I I was the president of a a book club. And initially we would read a book and invite the different authors out to to discuss the book. Well, we started with Brenda. Well, Brenda, her first novel, Threesome, and we fell in love with her writing, fell in love with her personality. Every book that she finished, we read. So, you know, we read all of her books, Threesome, Foreplay, Velvet Rope, Every Woman's Got to Have It. I'm mean, excuse wow, me, Every Woman's wow. Got a Secret, as well as the um, anthologies that she was a part of, and um, which were all fiction. And then Laying Down My Burdens, the memoir came out. Okay. Fast forward a few years because the memoir was, uh, what, 2007, I believe. Fast forward to now, and Brenda and I are still in communication, and I said, Brenda, let's do one of your books as a play. Initially, we were going to do it as a stage play, not laying down okay. my burdens, but threesome. And then threesome. we thought about it, and Brenda's like, oh, threesome, you know, it's a basketball story. There's so much basketball going on in the world, we, you know, stories, reality TV, and so, so forth. What do you think about laying down my burdens? I got wow. this strong lump in my throat. It was really hard to swallow because, I, you know, I know what lay, laying down my burdens is her memoirs. And so initially right, yeah. after we decided, okay, no, this needs to go on film, not a stage play. We need to take it to the silver screen. And I said to Brenda, I said, are you sure you want to relive this story? And mm-hmm. she initially said, it was silence for a while. And then she's like, yeah, right, I, yeah. I, I could do it. Because Brenda, um, I believe, still hasn't read the book since 2007. Am I correct, Brenda? Probably since when, 2009. I read it. Well, okay. I always try to read my books once afterwards. Right. But, and then when I go back and read them, I'm, especially with the memoir, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I do this? <laughs> but I haven't wow. read it since 2009. Yeah. 
And Karen right. won't and, let me uh, read it now. <laughs> no. And, you know, I, I said, you know what, don't read it. Just, let's just go forward. And, you know, because it, it, it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of emotion. I get emotional when we shot the uh, teaser, when we shot the trailer, was emotional for Brenda, I'm sure. And so okay. um, I said to her, are you sure this is what you want to do? And we're doing it. Wow. And Brenda said, well, I don't write screenplays, Karen, so who are we going to get to write the screenplay? And so initially I actually sent the book to four different screenplay writers that are in my circle of uh, friends in the arts. And Floyd Marshall just did a phenomenal job. He, he started writing it before he got the book. He, he wrote a script from the – a sample that Brenda had on her website, just a sample wow. of the book. And he, you know, wow. he just showed the initiative. Kudos to Floyd Marshall for, um, you know, taking that initiative. And he is our screenplay writer now. Did you feel mm-hmm. a, a sense of responsibility, you know, telling this story, directing this this uh, movie, you know, telling Karen's story? Oh, ab- oh uh, absolutely, because I have um, – really close family members and very close friend, a very dear friend of mine um, uh, suffered in a relationship, a very horrific relationship. Um, It didn't take her life, but it took her mobility. Um, She no longer can walk. I mean, she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life because this man shot her, um, you know, due to domestic violence. And, And unfortunately, there's other women in my circle, I guess you can say, that are still going through um, domestic violence, and and men go through it too as well. Yeah. So yes, I, I, feel, I feel an obligation to um, tell this story. I feel an obligation for um, help, hopefully, help saving some lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you for telling your story, you know, Brenda, and then Karen. Of course, you being a you know, directing it because it is something that, you know, a lot of women that we don't even know about because a lot of times they have behind closed doors are going through. So mm-hmm. thank you for, for that. Tell us where we can, uh, where we can, when it's coming out, where we, can, where we can check up and, you know, follow what's going on with the, with the movie. Well, you can always go to my website, which is brendaltomas.net, and you can view the um, – the teaser on there, eventually you'll be able to see some of the um, trailer, and you can find out about my other, about the novels that are kind of more fun, more sexy. <laughs> and then you can go okay. on YouTube and, and look up Brenda L. Thomas, and you will see um, Laying Down My Burdens, the teaser for the upcoming movie. And we'll, we plan to start shooting the movie in spring of 2014 if all the finances line up right. So, yes. <laughs> they will. Yeah, they they will. will. That, that they is will. a plan. That is a plan. And, and can I just add, wait, before oh, sure. we go, I, I just want to add that um, who's actually right now starring in the feature film, uh, okay. Naya Jolie Walters, uh, who's playing little uh, Kalisha, which is um, Brenda's daughter, Mercedes Simmons, who plays Brenda, uh, Jesse Jenkins, who's playing Russell, uh, Brenda's husband, and Maureen Booker, who's playing Eve, um, Jesse's mother. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. shout out to the cast. And, and ladies, yeah. I want to thank 
again for, you know, joining us tonight. Tell us where we can, uh, Karen, Brent, I know you told us where we can check you out. Karen, where can we follow, follow you? You can, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. You can actually uh, Google my full name, Karen Waller Martin, and everything will come up. Uh, the Celebrities in the Basement show, you can uh, view uh, past episodes that I've interviewed different uh, artists and celebrities. So just Google my full name, Karen, K-A-R-E-N, Waller, W-A-L-L-E-R, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. No dashes, no slashes, just uh, type my full name and all connected. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, so much. You have a great night, okay? And much success. Thank you. All right. All right. Have a good one. You too. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Are you tired of being in debt? Are you tired of worrying about bills? Are you tired of the harassing phone calls? Say goodbye to your debt forever. My Debt Release. My Debt Release. Get rid of debt and get peace of mind. Your payment off the debt repayment treadmill is just a phone call away. Get a free debt consultation now. Log on to MyDebtRelease.com. MyDebtRelease.com. Phone 866-492-9688 or 866-4-DEBT. Way dash out. Welcome back. You may remember Todd Warden. He's on the show previously. He is the chief executive officer of Local Talent Connect, CEO and founder at City Street Dreams, and CEO and founder at Throwback Football. Todd joins us tonight to tell us about the launch of his, new, of his website, Local Talent Connect. He also introduced us to Faith Burrell. He has been producing music theater, and dance events for several years on both the West and East Coast. She started her own theater production company in 2010 called BF Productions, where she produced a 24-hour play titled The 24. Faith launched Raw Boston in 2011, and in 2012 she was given Raw New York City uh, to direct and continues to direct a Raw Boston. She loves working with all types of artists and loves a Raw NYC and Boston team. Please help me welcome Faith Varel and Ty Ward. Welcome to the show. Hi, hey. thanks. Hey, what's How up, Dave? What's up, Steve? Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good to see, talk to you again, Todd and Faith. Welcome. Thank you. All right. So, Todd, let's, let's, let's start with you. Tell us about, I know, I know you talked about it uh, before, Local Sound Connect, but for those who, who aren't familiar, Tell us the background on, on that organization. Uh, long network. story short, um, long, Local Town Connect should be up uh, probably in about two and a half, three weeks. We had a little glitch, so I'm taking care of it right now. Local Town Connect is actually going to be the fourth social network in the world. It's the first social network towards a specific industry, which is the art and entertainment industry. So LTC is the social network for the art and entertainment industry. It's going to give all artists all over the world the opportunity to build their dreams into a career by being able to network, meet, promote, and just basically just have their own hub in order to, uh, you know, just live the life they want to live. And this this is the one industry that doesn't want to stay secret. They want people to see their stuff, and that's what I've been building for over a year. So what was, what, what made you decide this is what I need to do? What gave you the idea? Uh... Most of my friends are artists. My brother's an artist, owns a theater company. My mother was an artist. She drew the Coca Buck commercials. 
And, you know, when you work in a restaurant industry, it's, most of the people that you work with are artists because it's literally the right. only uh, industry that can actually, you know, artists can make money and do what they want to do in order to try to pursue their careers. But the problem is is that um, it's a theory I came up with called the downfall of passion. Within a year, no matter where the artist lives, they're so used to hearing that you've got to be the next this, the next that. Instead of, be, you know, basically telling them that, it's a lot of work to become what you want to be, no matter what industry right. you're in. It doesn't mean not to be in the entertainment. Yeah, and just like you, like you're grinding from day one, and you're working real hard, Steve, and look at where you are today. You're interviewing people all over the world, great artists, not even just artists, just in the industry in general, because you work hard. And artists are missing that because they're told by people that they love him the wrong thing. They're, t- they're being told you're going to be amazing. What they should be told mm-hmm. is if you want to be amazing – the best way to predict your future is to invent it. And that's what you have to do. you got to work hard every day. And it's a network. It's a 24-7 thing. I met Faith, who's on the show right now, through networking. Faith busts right. her butt every day. She's the number one director in Boston and New York. And it's not because, you know, she she's a sweetheart and this and that. She does that because she deserves it and she works hard at it. And she is the definition of making a dream into reality. And she can do whatever she wants. So anything that Absolutely. Faith does, I back 100. percent And just like you, Steve, I back you 100. percent Because I know, and I appreciate that. I do yeah. appreciate that. You do back, you do back, and I do appreciate that. So Faith, let's bring you on. Tell us a little bit about you know your background and how you got to being this great uh, director. Uh, well, I started my career acting and dancing, and started producing theater and um, some music, uh, some bands and things, and started my theater company, SD Productions, a few years ago. And then I was asked to launch Raw Natural Born Artists in Boston in 2011. So I took that on and started showcasing emerging artistics in all types of realms, film, fashion, dance, music, art, and then was able to take over Raw New York City, Manhattan a couple months later in 2012. So it's been kind of exciting. I do our shows at M15 in Manhattan on 52 Walker Street every month. And then I do my shows in Boston at Rumor, which is right down the street from the Blue Man Group. And every month we bring in 20 to 25 emerging artists and let them showcase and hopefully give them some exposure and some a platform for them to, you know, further their career. In fact, Todd is uh, involved in our next show, which is on November 21st at M15, which is our Raw Awards, which is our big award show at the end of the season. And he was one of our judges to help us judge uh, the best of the best in New York City. So I, I appreciate that, Todd. Thanks. Of course, man. My pleasure. So, how does it feel? I know you said that you love working with all these different types of artists. You know, tell us what exactly, tell us a little bit, what is Raw? What what do you all do? I know you have the showcase and the awards, but what exactly does it do? We are an indie arts organization that helps give a platform to emerging artists. So, okay. when an artist uh, wants to be a part of our organization, 
they go to rawartist.org, which is our website, and they submit their music, their fashion, their art, whatever type of genre they are. And then it's my job as the director to curate these shows and put together uh, an awesome show each month. And then each artist gets a media kit. They get uh, video and photos of their work. They get an online profile. And then at the end of the year, during this time, they get to compete to become the Raw Artist of the Year. And after a series of levels of the competition, the ultimate winner goes to L.A. in January and gets a bunch of cool prizes and shows their work in front of a couple thousand people. So Raw is really there to, to give artists a platform and some exposure and network with the industry and the media and hopefully get them to the next level with their career. Absolutely. So does Raw, do do the artists have to be in Boston or New York? Um, Not necessarily. I mean, they do for the actual showcase. Um, But I've had artists that have submitted to Manhattan that are from India and from Paris. Raw started off as a... West Coast company. We started off in California and then launched nationally when I came on board in 2011. And now we're an international company. We have cities in London and uh, in Australia and Canada. So it gives the artists an opportunity to be able to not only showcase in their hometown but also internationally as well. So. So uh, what can we expect? For, you said the next show is November 21st, I believe. What can we expect there? There's going to be three amazing bands. There's Trapped and Static, Jarrah Blues, and Hyperdive. Uh, we've got several fashion shows and some amazing artists, visual artists and photographers and accessory designers that sell all their work so you can go and, and support local artists and buy their artwork accessories and during that show we're providing a people's choice award so the audience actually gets to vote live for their favorite artist so at the end of the night at midnight we're going to announce the nine artists that our judges chose one in each of our nine categories and the people's choice award that our audience gets to choose wow wow so Todd tell us again about uh, where we can when we can expect Local Talent Connect? Uh, Local Talent Connect should be up in about three weeks. It's for every artist of all genre of all over the world. You guys are getting your own hub. And uh, I look forward to meeting every single one of you artists from all over the world because you guys deserve this. On top of that, we are actually throwing a red carpet event at the Highline Ballroom in New York City. Any artists all over the world is more than welcome to come. Uh, and the other thing is i got to give a big shout-out to... Kentucky Boy, because Kentucky Boy, if everything works out, and I think we got it wrapped up, it's going to be Kentucky Boy, Big V from Nappy Roots, Kimberly Locke from American Idol, and DJ Hollywood, the original pioneer, are going to be doing a celebrity collaboration as our headliner for this event, along with other raw artists, just to celebrate these guys, because they deserve their own red carpet event, and LTC is about to do... Everything that every artist wants is to have their own hub, have their own vents, and basically have their own place to succeed in life and become their dream. And that's the LTC motto. End of story. And, and, 
in the meantime, you have a Facebook uh, page that can they can join the group. Oh yeah, every and, artist definitely hit us up. Yeah, definitely hit us up at Facebook, uh, Local Town Connect, and uh, or you can go to Todd Wharton. You can friend me, and I'll set you up in a private chat room where at least you can start networking with artists until the network is up. Be more than happy to have any artists from all over the world. You guys are all welcome. You guys are stars in my eyes, and you guys are celebrities and should be acknowledged for what you do, not walk by every day because you guys deserve it. And that's it. Absolutely. And Faith, tell us again where we can uh, check out Raw. You can check our website out, rawartist.org. If you want to see either the New York Raw Award show, it's rawartist.org slash New York slash Raw Awards 2013 or rawartist.org slash Boston slash Raw Awards 2013, and you can always check out my Facebook, which is Faith Barrel, Faith Barrel, uh, Facebook forward slash Faith and that's D is Victor E R R I L L. All right, Todd Warden, Faith Barrel, thank you both so much for joining us tonight, and have a great night and much continued success in everything you're doing. You too, Steve, and you too, Faith. Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. Take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Great game. I love Monday Night Football. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong? I just remembered. It's Jennifer's birthday tomorrow, and I didn't buy her anything. She's going to kill me. I'm so out of time. No way. You do have time. I'm dead. It's called TicketsTime.com. They have tickets for everything. Doesn't Jennifer love Lady Gaga? Loves Gaga. They have Lady Gaga tickets, too, and the best part, they are really cheap, so you can... So I can buy even more beer for next week's game. TicketsTime.com, the best way to get cheap tickets for concerts and sporting events all over the world, and prices so cheap, you can enjoy more beer. TicketsTime.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during uh, this segment. We select the artists to I'm sorry, we select artists uh, to play both independent and major. Tonight, our playlist features some of both artists, including Kentucky Boy, Tamar Braxton, Sierra, and many more. If you're interested in being featured, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two promotional pictures. And remember that your songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. And we definitely uh, look forward to hearing your work. Now, the first song, we, we talked about it. Uh, what we're talking about, Kentucky Boy, is a song that started off for him at the donkey. Check it out and enjoy Steven's playlist. Club. Act a donkey in the club. Act a donkey in the club. Tell 
club, man. DJ, keep the crowd hot. I hit the bathroom. Take a drink. Never drink alone. Fifteen minutes later, I'm back on the dance floor. Pushing people, throwing bowls. Kicking people who know. Don't you come near me, boy, when I step on this floor. Throw your set up to whack up. So I could don't get. Push somebody and get everybody off me. Have the food, tear it up. Hit that boy in his gut. Stop that boy. Crush that boy. Mess that boy world up. Now you don't know me. We them hot town Kentucky boys. King Ree and Big B and one come to bring the night.
Can't remember it's been a constant fight. fight It gets hard trying to walk 
in the light, not knowing where to go, not knowing who to trust, thoughts they need to carry on, is a must. To every problem that comes my way like a camera, I adjust Keep moving instead of sitting around and getting stuck Do what you gotta do just to make that extra buck Even if you out of Even luck, if you out hold of on luck. to that faith and let it pull you up pull you Don't up. let the evil in this world determine when you self-destruct Know that you gon' make it, you were made for greatness Now it's up to you to step out and just embrace it Gotta dream, get out there, and just go chase it It's never given, you just have to take it Realize you have to be real and the things you do, and the things you do, only then it can become real for you, real for you. I bet you're trying to figure out life, wondering what the people telling you is right. Cause everybody says that and says this, but don't nobody know shit. I bet you want to see the light, so you can be the one that's shining so bright. Go keep moving, keep going. They said this world is full of mystery But if you look back in the books of history All you see is pain and misery So fight to see a better day Inspire just to make the way Try to give instead of take away It's put you down, do you And not the non-believers fade away Always had the thought of peace and love And not the word hate Always pick the right decision So you can always motivate If someone tells you wrong from the right They're just a deceiver Don't listen to them Cause they'll end up last place In the winner's race Always eat the vegetables Up off your dinner just remember every step you take decide your own fate And sometimes once you make that choice It can be too late It can be too late Now I know we all make mistakes But don't let the good choices slip away Cause that could be the day of your greatness To where you rise and soar above the sky So use your knowledge to apply Then I promise you can be way past That was, uh, it was pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it I want to shout out my guests Got to thank them for joining us tonight uh, Let's see, Kentucky boy Karen, Mar- um, Karen Waller Martin, Brenda Thomas, Todd Warden, and of course Faith Varell. Uh, people really making strides and doing positive things, and we definitely appreciate that. I want to thank you all for, at home for listening tonight, and uh, you know continue to to support us and to spread the word. We we'll continue to bring us bring some great shows. Uh, your way. All right. Well, until next week, have a blessed one, and talk to you Monday. Life. And therefore, against the struggle, I will keep up the fight. fight. So wherever I go after this, my soul will be pure light, so I can shine bright, shine bright. I bet you're trying to.